Welcome to Sean Small Talk by Brampton Proud. On this side, we keep things real and authentic. No BS, no pretense. Let's make it happen. Let's go! This episode is brought to you by Tonino's Pizzeria, the award-winning reader's choice for best pizza in Italian cuisine, serving Brampton for 17 years, and D-Minded, your award-winning creative agency specializing in web design, branding, and creative design. Contact us today for a free quote by visiting dminded.ca or calling 416-840-8519. Hi, world. Welcome to Sean Small Talk. We have special guest Corey in the building. How you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, just... Uh with my friend here, Sean. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in, Corey. Nice to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so how you doing? I'm doing really good. Uh, I've just been uh, uh, just chillaxing, watching basketball, and uh, kicking it. How That's right. <laughs> I'm good. I'm just here. I'm, I'm going to eat lunch shortly. I'm kind of hungry right now because I'm trying <laughs> to lose weight. <laughs> well, drop 20 pounds for the summer. But it's good how me and you connected. I see that. You live in Brampton. Mm-hmm. I've seen your article online that on, on Christmas Day, you met the GOAT, LeBron James. Yep, shout so, out. <laughs> so can you please introduce yourself and more what you do? All right. So my name's Corey Groves. Uh, I got diagnosed uh, around uh, nine months ago, and uh, my dream was to meet LeBron James. I actually surround myself around basketball, and I thought that that um, I should use some of this um, bad energy, I suppose most most people would put it as. Mm-hmm. And put it into some good energy. And uh, that's uh, where I came up with the idea of putting my Instagram uh, to use. And I used my Instagram and uh, ended up uh, using uh, the followers uh, from my uh, other account, my personal account. And yeah. I shared it with uh, all my friends. And uh, my friends shared it. And then... Uh, so it just started building. It started gaining like 100 followers, and then <laughs> 200 followers. And then it jump rocketed to 1,000 followers within two weeks. And uh, I, was, I was like so impressed because my personal Instagram took me four years <laughs> to get 1,000 followers. So it's just crazy, though, the amount of people, though, um, that uh, shared, shared my stuff. And... Uh, it was just amazing that uh, when I actually uh, got to meet uh, Nab Batia, a yeah. super fan, and I actually got to meet him uh, at the hospital, Credit Valley uh, Hospital in Mississauga. And so when was it? It was during Christmas time, Christmas right? I think, time, yeah. yeah. Uh, I got to meet him uh, a little bit before the game, and uh, he ended up sharing with his people and yeah. jump rocketed, like 5,000 followers <laughs> from him uh, in one day. And I was just like, wow, wow. I was in awe. But uh, not only him, but actually, I'm going to shout out uh, the Nelk Boys. The Nelk yeah. Boys, uh, they're a couple of YouTubers from Canada. Uh, they actually came to my house. Uh, and, uh, excuse me. Uh, they actually went to my house and uh, recorded a video. And we got to just bond. And uh, they shared with their followers. And they have a million plus uh, subscribers. Wow. Uh, so it's just crazy, though, to see that everyone can come together uh, for something that... Uh, I think is a good cause and uh, just overall share my story because it's honestly, yep. everyone likes the, you know, the, the earth uh, likes to have things that uh, are looked at as frowned upon. Like uh, I remember this challenges like uh, 
eating Thai pods for Netflix. <laughs> like something like that is dumb to get on the internet. Yeah. I think my story is a, a good story. And so I can think you go more in depth about your story? Because you said you were diagnosed. Can you go more oh, in depth yeah, about so what that is? Because I know a lot of people that's tuning mm-hmm. in don't know who you are. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I got diagnosed with uh, cancer. And uh, right, right away, though, it was just a big shocker because... We didn't put two and two together because I was actually diagnosed also with uh, pneumonia mm. uh, two months prior. And we just uh, thought that that was the symptoms. And uh, by accident, you know, I actually happened to go to the doctor and I was like, enough's enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm throwing up constantly. You know, I'm coughing and my throat hurts. I was tired, etc. And uh, went to the doctor and, uh, and ultimately... Uh, had my stomach touched and it was a uh, my my belly was actually growing uh, and it felt like a beer belly. If you oh, ever felt like that, yeah. <laughs> and from seeing you now, you're skinny. Oh yeah, no, I'm like. <laughs> I think you're working out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a Pringle, eh? <laughs> but or maybe uh, you're watching basketball and that's making you sweat. Yeah, no, I'm joking. For sure. Yeah, so sorry. Keep going. Yeah, so um, essentially, uh, I ended up going to the doctors for those reasons and by mistake they happen to touch my stomach and they're like mm. oh that's not right so we ultimately went to the hospital and uh went for a few scans and yeah. uh they ended up finding lumps in my uh stomach so we went back to sick kids because we got transferred to uh two hospitals yeah. uh went to sick kids and uh, lo and behold uh i actually have to go for all these more tests not fun i'll give you that uh <laughs> wow. um yeah, so uh, we went for these tests. I went for a biopsy. I went for a heart exam, ear exam. They were checking everything. And uh, essentially, I uh, went for this exam, uh, this mm-hmm. biopsy uh, surgery. Uh, they put me under uh, and took a small part of my tumor, well, led to actually being my tumor, uh, and told me ultimately that two weeks later uh, – because they actually wanted me to go home because I was in the hospital all week. They're like, go home, enjoy yeah. yourself, uh, have the best weekend ever, no restrictions, no nothing, and uh, came back and got the sad truth that uh, I have cancer and then I'm going to die in two years. And honestly... That's crazy. And and I have to jump in there. Mm-hmm. And so when you realize that you're diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. how, how did that make you feel? I know a lot of people are dealing with this. Yeah. Knock on wood, man. But how did you feel? Well, it was just like automatically big shocker, right? No one expected that that was just going to be the outcome. And uh, but honestly, I um, I was told that I have two years, and I just I looked at that as an opportunity for myself to um, get exposure as well as make the best out of the situation. Because a lot of people would decide to be sad after a situation like that. I decide because I live my life to its fullest every day. You know, I get up uh, yep. and um, I do what I do what I what I got to do. You know, uh, I'm not a lazy bum that you know. Mm-hmm. There's people that take advantage of um, the fact that they're sick, but me, I'm I'm acting like a, a normal person. I, I I do my stuff. Uh, Your energy is great. Like exactly. even though I only <laughs> met you here, you seem great, amazing. Mm-hmm inspiring really down to earth and yeah and and i give you a, a lot of credit because as i said i will never know how it feels mm-hmm. and and i just wish you the best of luck and health and, and i know you we spoke about mindset mm-hmm. how do you keep that positive mindset knowing that someone's putting a, a 
time frame on your life? Well, I just look at basketball, honestly, as a, a key reference. You know, some players could have a bad day, but then they put on a smile. And honestly, I look at that as a, a reference to myself. You know, I put on a smile every day. Even though things are hard, I still put on that smile so that everyone knows that everything's going uh, well. So it's just, you know, I like to keep that mindset so that, uh, you know, uh, it keeps me seeing as well. <laughs> Yeah, because as, as you said, that the mindset is really important in this life. And I feel like a lot of people are always negative mm-hmm. and when they shouldn't be because, you know, not not just to look at your situation, mm-hmm. but, you know, people that have it all. They have the money, they have exactly. the fame, they're big NBA players or celebrities. And you look at them like they have it all. But realistically, they don't. Exactly. So, yeah. so just give people advice that's dealing with your situation, how to try to overcome it. Well, for instance, you know, it's, it's hard, honestly, uh, you know, I, I'm not taking the fact that uh, I still, at the end of the day, have cancer, and I go for tr- my treatments. Uh, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually uh, happy to say, though, I'm done uh, my treatment uh, oh, as yeah? of uh, last Friday, so... Congratulations. Um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, honestly, I, I like to look at myself as a mentor towards the other people that actually have it as well, because... Uh, I'm, I want to be that familiar face and be that person that could tell you that it's all right and that I can relate to your problems and uh, et cetera, you know? That's a great thing. So we're going to jump into the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I see you're a big basketball fan. As I said, you met LeBron James. Like, that's a dream. Exactly. And yeah. Let's go more in depth on that because to me, like, I'm a fan of his. I think mm-hmm. everybody is. And just for you to meet him, like, that's unbelievable. Can you talk about that experience? Because I've seen that picture, got, like, 88,000 <laughs> likes, and I'm sure there are more opportunities that came from that. So talk about that experience, going to Los Angeles and meeting him. Well, uh, I actually got the opportunity from Make-A-Wish uh, to actually ultimately, uh, it wasn't through <laughs> them, actually, I didn't meet LeBron James. It was yeah. through me, uh, my social media, but... Uh, I actually met LeBron James because I actually asked Make-A-Wish to pay for the trip and uh, uh, to ultimately go to L.A. So uh, the first day I actually arrived there, I went to a Kings game because uh, <laughs> the Kings oh, yeah? manager actually hooked me up with a ticket. So I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I love I love sports in general. Kings won it a couple of years ago, right? The the Stanley Cup, I think. I think so, yeah. Three years ago, four I years ago, I think. I have been watching <laughs> hockey so late. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that was a really cool experience, and I got to do that the first day, and as well as I got to check out the uh, landmarks, like uh, the observatory and yeah. a few other places. But um, essentially, uh, uh, it's Christmas Day. These are the <laughs> tickets I wanted because I knew that they have sentimental value because Christmas Day is where I feel like the NBA season starts, where teams uh-huh. are, it's exciting. <laughs> are are pushing towards wanting to get to the playoffs. And I feel like um, at the start of the season, everyone's like kind of uh, adjusting and getting used to things. But by play, um, I feel like um, Christmas time is where it starts. And uh, that's where I ultimately wanted to start my journey and uh, yeah. go to the Clippers game. So... I went to this Clippers game. Um, this was uh, Christmas Day. Uh, I went to a pregame practice uh, through yeah. uh, my social media. I actually <laughs> had uh, one of the Lakers uh, managers uh, reached out to my uh, guardian and uh, ended up uh, essentially uh, telling us that we can go to this pregame practice. So I was like, 
yeah. Like, that's a life. I'm sure, that must have been cool. That's a once in a lifetime opportunity. So, so, were all the players there practicing? Like, yeah, you see them no. like in the scrimmage was, or uh, yeah, drills? I got, to, I got to see their practices. I got yeah. to see their. Uh, I actually got to see them shoot around. So, yeah, just cool experience. But uh, essentially, I get there and uh, I'm walking right in the arena. I'm wearing. <laughs> Uh, my my Lebr- LeBron jersey, and I'm also wearing a like bright yellow uh, sweater under. So <laughs> he can see me, but uh, yes. Uh, so he's shooting around, and then right away he like points uh, points to me like with his oh, yeah? eyes and makes contact with me. And uh, right away I knew that he knew who I was because everyone was tagging him in my photos and as well as uh, harassing his. Uh, uh, wife and his uh, <laughs> son, but uh, ultimately he knew who I was because uh, his teammates actually reached out on my Instagram and commented oh, yeah? on my photo. Yeah, Quinn Cook. I'm. I, I don't know if you're. Yeah, aware yeah, of I him. know him. Yeah, I, I met him once. So he he used to play in the G League. Yeah, so no, he's a really nice guy. I love him. He's honestly such a down to earth guy. I got to talk to him actually for a good five minutes, but we'll yeah. talk about that a little bit of that yeah. later. But um, yeah, just uh, overall cool experience. But uh, so so I how was it one when James came up to you. Like, what were you feeling? Because, like, he's a, a legend in basketball and in general. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I actually I actually had this brainstormed in my mind. I, I, I made every scenario uh, possible. I, I, I thought everything he was going to think. <laughs> and ultimately, I was the one that actually introduced myself. I was like, it was a pleasure meeting you. Um, yeah. And he's like, the pleasure's all mine. And... Uh, I ended up uh, getting a picture with them, and then as I'm getting, so we got only two pictures, but I'm so oh, thankful yeah. <laughs> for the experience, so I don't really care. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I got two pictures, so one with me and then one with my family, and uh, the one with me, um, I'm smiling. I'm super happy. Yeah. I'm like, I got to talk more to this guy. This is, <laughs> this, I love this guy. So. But what would you tell him, though? Like, what did you tell him? So I actually did tell him. I ended up, uh, so... As we're getting the picture with my family, my family is quite tall. Uh, we're all six foot plus, so uh, <laughs> even including my mother, that's six foot, and then there's me, that's six one, and then there's my brother, that's six three. So wow. everyone's giants in our family. <laughs> uh, so yeah, my brother uh, and him uh, and my mom are all standing next to him, and I'm, I'm like, I gotta talk to him. So I, I said, <laughs> uh, essentially, um, basically. Are you um, are you that tall? Cause uh, no, no way you could be that tall. Because um, I was like brainstorming that in my mind. And I'm like, my words that I ended up saying to him essentially uh, that <laughs> it was just I ended up saying thank you again though for doing what you've done for the organization. And yeah. by the way, uh, I want to say that you're a little bit smaller than I expected. <laughs> and uh, he on laughed. TV you look at him like he's a beast, like exactly. six foot. They, they list him as six foot eight or something. Yeah, even yeah. some analysts want to say that over exaggerate, say that he's six nine. I believe that he's a little bit shorter, but <laughs> that's that's a so, debate. So, <laughs> how how tall do you think he is? Six foot seven. I think he's like six six. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I said that to him, and he laughed, and he uh, he's like, "I'll get bigger later on during the game uh, and rent a locker room." But overall, though, just a nice guy. I had a smile on his face, and just yeah. seemed like he was like happy to be there, and yeah. That's good though. I'm I'm happy and proud that you had that experience, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people that don't get that opportunity. So I'm sure you will cherish that forever. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I, I know that you are a big 
Lakers fan. Mm-hmm. I know Kobe Bryant and his daughter passed away and the other passengers, rest mm-hmm. in peace. What were your thoughts on that when that when the news broke? Well, actually, I was sitting in my uh, aunt's uh, living room and I was on my phone and I was just watching TV and then I got notification because I have all like the sports apps like <laughs> SPN, Sportsnet, yeah. et cetera, right? TNT, exactly, right? I got everything. So I uh, got notified by that and I was like, okay, this is one of those rumors that go around. I yep. was like in so disbelief and uh, it was just crazy though that um, – that ultimately ended up being the outcome. And it's just like, I thought I, I was looking at him a few, few months ago. He went to the Hawks game with uh, uh, Gianna yeah. and uh, because they look up to Trey young and it's just like crazy, just like life's so precious. And it's just like, you gotta be uh, living, living every day, you know, to his fullest. And I looked at that situation and I was like, uh, I looked back at my situation and I'm like, mm-hmm. Kobe left his mark on the earth and I want to leave my mark on the earth just like him. So it's just a disappointing situation. But uh, I think uh, as as a collective group, we've uh, managed to um, like I remember uh, they ended up having that uh, funeral funeral yeah. for him. And uh, yeah, it was just beautiful, though, that everyone can come together and just. It's just crazy, though, how much impact he had, not even only on uh, basketball, but just on everyone's General. life. Yeah, just uh-huh. everyone knew Even him. me, like, I, I, I won't lie, I cried many, many times. And, yes, when you think about it, and yet yeah, his daughter and himself, mm-hmm. like, I, I cried. I'm human as well. And it's tough because, you know, me, I, I watched him play almost his entire career in the NBA. And it hit me because I'm like, wow, I thought he was a immortal player or just immortal because – he has done so many great things here. Then he was taken away from us. Yeah. And going back to what what you said is that you are trying to leave your impact here. And I think you're doing your job. And mm-hmm. and I, I believe that everyone and even those who are tuning in that you have to try to leave an impact in this world because we don't know when our time is up. We don't know if it's today or tomorrow, two years or, or 20 years down the road. And so did you watch Kobe Bryant growing up? Yeah, actually, that was one of the purposes of uh, the or one of the reasons actually why I started watching basketball because I actually seen him uh, him and Pau Gasol uh, winning one of the, <laughs> their last championships, and that's actually how I got uh, into basketball. I seen them winning, and I was like, "What's that team?" I didn't know <laughs> anything about basketball. I actually, oh no, I was uh, actually I've only started recently watching basketball since of uh, 2016 when LeBron won his uh, championship. <laughs> Because everyone had which he shouldn't have won, (laughs) (laughs) and that was versus Golden State, I think. Golden State, but actually, in my opinion, I think he should have won it because it was all all planned out for them. They were set. They were set to lose once they went for uh, for that record. Curry was playing games in overtime, so it's just crazy though that he won that MVP that year, but it led to him ultimately losing the championship. So Uh yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) So. When you look back at basketball in your life, what does it mean to you? Well, honestly, I think uh, basketball is a type of entertainment and as well as I think it's just um, it's just a game that you can, you know, pick up with your friends or family or just anyone off the street and then be able to just, you know, kind of relate. You could start bonding, you know, that's a way to interact with people. So I just I love that about the game. No, it's it's great because even me growing up, I, I played it since I was 12 years old. I'm 36 now, double wow. your age. <laughs> but, you know, there there was a point that, you know, 20 years ago, Canada 
basketball in Canada wasn't where it is today. There's social media. There's so many ways to, to get your highlight clips out there to mm-hmm. coaches and schools. So basketball has really changed in Canada and in general. So do you play basketball at all? Like, do you shoot around? Do you actually participate? Yeah, actually, uh, I used to play uh, basketball with my friends. And uh, it's just, yeah, the game has been uh, really good. Like, I used to love playing with my friends. I used to actually channel in uh, my inner... Uh, <laughs> Miami LeBron, where uh, LeBron uh, was just, you know, that that muscular player where I was one of the bigger players in my school. So I used yeah. to play uh, like like a center power forward. And uh, just crazy, though, that uh, um, you look back at I'm like six two and that, <laughs> that's looked at as a guard in the, the uh-huh. NBA. So it's just like these guys are just huge and just like. Wow. <laughs> Massive. So I assume that your favorite team is the Lakers. Mm-hmm, yeah. So what's your predictions for this year? Well, my prediction is that we're going to win it all. And <laughs> This is for Kobe, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think uh, LeBron, it's a redemption year for him because he actually uh, missed the playoffs last year. And <laughs> everyone wants to bash him now as he's not the best player because everyone's looking at Kawhi because he won yep. that that uh, finals MVP and ultimately the uh, Toronto Raptors winning the championship. I honestly think that (laughs) that, uh, if injuries weren't uh, a key factor for the Golden State Warriors, they would have another championship under their belt and KD would have (laughs) a third ring. And I don't even think that they would ever lose unless if those those key players are there, Clay, Steph Curry, Durant, Mm-hmm. Draymond Green, I don't think they will lose for the next couple of years, like, you know, even longer. So well, when you pair like uh, one of the two greatest players of all time, it's, uh-huh. just, it's just crazy because you got Katie, a seven footer that uh, basically could shoot over you and dribble the ball like a guard. So it's just crazy that you have that player paired with also the greatest shooter of all time, Steph Curry, that <laughs> literally can shoot from the logo. Or, so essentially, when he gets past half court, you gotta start guarding him because and he is back it. now, as you've seen. Yep. He dropped twenty three <laughs> points versus our Raptors. My my Raptors, I mean, <laughs> he did pretty well, I think, in his um, return back. I know he he was working hard to mm-hmm. to get back to his normal shape, but Golden State fell off. Yeah, well, honestly, in my opinion, I think that was all part of uh, the plan for them. I think that they needed that uh, Durant leaving the locker room so uh-huh. that, that he was a bad locker room presence. They all knew that he was going to be leaving and that he was just going to be staying for the championships. So I think that having him leave the uh, Golden State Warriors was the best thing for them. And as well as I believe that... Uh, that trade uh, for uh, D'Angelo Russell yep. and uh, Wiggins was such a good trade for the <laughs> Golden State Warriors because they got uh, Wiggins that will be able to be like a slasher and yeah. pass out to the shooters. That is how the NBA works this, uh, in this modern era. So uh, you got to basically have um, a slasher and surround them with shooters. Yeah, That's what the Lakers have been doing. And it's just crazy that everyone wants to... Uh, say that they're not going to win this year because <laughs> LeBron is one of the greatest of all times. I think yep. he's the best player of all time. He's great on the court and off the court. He does so much for the game. To me, like as a Raptors fan, I don't mm-hmm. like him too much because he killed us. Well, yeah, you <laughs> So guys. I don't like him just from a basketball perspective. Like I hate him, mm-hmm. but realistically, he's great. 
Yeah, well, you guys uh, probably do remember him uh, <laughs> dominating the Eastern Conference. Uh, it's painful. Yeah, <laughs> I remember his last year in uh, um, Cleveland, and yeah, just what he did, he ended up using that. I remember on uh, Anobi, uh, he ended up using uh, the left hand floater, and I was just like, wow. Game winner. <laughs> Game winner. And he was so clutch. Every um, series, I feel like he was just like, he showed you that he was the best player because uh, I remember in the playoffs uh, against the Pacers, uh, it was game seven, and he yeah. just shot that dagger. <laughs> he he knew game over. Yeah, just incredible player. And I think that uh, now that um, he's back and that he has help uh, with Anthony Davis, I think that we will get it done this year. And That's uh, a bull prediction. <laughs> Clippers fans are saying, no way they're winning. Well, in my preference, the Clippers, they're an amazing team. I'm not going to debate that. Uh, yeah. But they're it's, very... It's the battle of Staples Center coming up. I think, honestly, in my preference, they can't stay healthy. Uh, they've only yeah. played uh, 10 games with a full uh, roster. They've done really good uh, when they've played all together. But if they're ultimately going to be having players going in and out of the lineup. I feel like uh, our Lakers have been pretty healthy for the most part, and uh, we got LeBron James at point guard this year. <laughs> he's averaging 10 assists. Like, it's, it's crazy. It, he's like a mirror image of Magic Johnson. Like, it, it's just crazy that... But shorter, you, you're saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, we could say that, yeah. But honestly, he, he has the body of a center. Like So... Lakers take it in how many games and versus who I in think, the Eastern Conference? Uh, they're gonna ha- uh, verse against the Bucks, and I okay. think uh, I think it's in, gonna be in five. And I only say that because the Bucks, amazing team, they're doing uh, amazing things right yeah. now. They're breaking records of Golden State. Like it's That's just right. it's just <laughs> crazy. The the point differential uh, that they have. Giannis is uh, playing the least amount of minutes uh, of his career right now, and he's averaging, like, uh, 11 boards plus, you know, 29 points plus, five assists. <laughs> you know, he's doing amazing things, and right now he's uh, competing against LeBron. Well, are they a regular season team, the uh, Bucks? Because to me, like, you know, as a huge basketball fan as well, I don't see them as being real, you know? Like, once you shut down Giannis, if you can, um, I don't think they have any other weapons. They have Chris Middleton. They have a few other players. Eric but Blesso, yeah, uh, as well. I, I don't really see them as a as a threat in the in the Eastern Conference, even though their record is amazing. Mm-hmm. Our My Raptors team, a couple of years ago, they were number one, and they still lost mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> to the Cavs and got swept. <laughs> and was it the Cavs? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, Cavs, no, and they swept them. Cavaliers, to, yeah. to me... Bucks are good, but I feel like it's not going to be them. It's going to be Toronto versus Lakers and <laughs> Toronto in seven. <laughs> huh? uh, well, in my opinion, I think <laughs> that the Bucks uh, are an amazing team. Yeah. I think there's no denying that, but Giannis doesn't have that second option. And as much as one, everyone wants to say Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton is, I don't think that that secondary option, yep. like LeBron has AD, that's a top pl- five player. And uh, if AD was uh, wanted to, uh, you know, average 30 points and 10 uh, rebounds plus and yep. then add uh, three blocks and uh, three steals, he can. He's going for Defensive Player of the Year. And I think he will ultimately win Defensive Player of the Year also. <laughs> but I think he wins you championships is 
having that dominant point guard and then that dominant big man. Just like how Kobe and Shaq uh, did it. Uh, yep. They did the three-peat. They had that dominant guard, and then they had that dominant big man. And I think that's what we have right now, and that's what the Clippers, they don't have that. They have two forwards. That <laughs> it just, the pairing. Kawhi and George, and they have all these other sidekicks. They have, yeah, they, <laughs> the basketball they play is like two-way basketball, where yeah. both sides of the floor. And I feel like in this day and age, um, why do you think they took out hand-checking? For a reason, because <laughs> people take advantage of the fact that uh, they could have grabbed on jerseys and yep. whatnot, and they were super aggressive. And now this modern NBA is constant scoring, so I feel like offense wins you championships as much as yep. the Spurs want to see <laughs> differently. <laughs> it, it changed a lot because, as I said, I'm a fan of Jordan back then with the mm-hmm. Bulls. Back then, it was more physical. Players are getting bumped and hand checking. It was more of a Hardcore league. Now it's more softer. Soft, yeah. I feel. I mean, they're protecting the NBA players, but what's your thoughts on that compared to the older generation? Which I'm sure you've seen, you know, <laughs> games from like 20 years ago or, you know, Jordan games and Bulls games. I think games. Uh, right now it's a babies man league, as Shaq's, uh, <laughs> Shaq says, or a uh, as barbecue chicken, as yeah. Shaq says. But uh, I think he's not wrong. I think uh, in this league we have people like Harden averaging – 34 points. It's crazy, you know, but it's, <laughs> How? It's, it's, it's crazy. I think honestly, uh, it's a regular season stat. So I call them empty stats where mm-hmm. you, you collect these points, but it's all for nothing because po- come postseason, you don't show up. And, uh, but no, I mean, Harden, James Harden doesn't show up barely. <laughs> yeah, no, he does not because he had opportunities and he missed them so many times. And it's just like, Think about this. Uh, a few years back, uh, when it was Houston and uh, Golden State in the conference finals, and uh-huh. it was that Game was Seven. <laughs> game Seven, they missed Chris Paul, and they missed the most threes missed in history. I, <laughs> I think was it was like that game. It was I think terrible. it was like uh, twenty-seven threes or something like that. But <laughs> crazy, and it's just like everyone had a bad performance, and you guys were still close, and you blew it. You know, it is. Crazy and Harden Harden relies on the refs to be calling stuff and come playoff time, the refs don't call the stuff they call in regular season and that's nope. why ultimately Harden doesn't succeed in postseason. So yeah. So what would you do with that team? There, I know they have Westbrook on there. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work out this year, what do you do? If you are the general manager, I think uh, you ship off Harden and uh, you try to get as much value for him because he's yeah. in the prime of uh, his career. And I think you should just try to get as much as you can for him. And most people would say, why don't you trade Westbrook? You know, I think uh, Westbrook should stay in that situation mm-hmm. only for the sheer fact that he's been shipped off many places <laughs> and uh I don't think necessarily anyone's going to take on that contract because that contract is one of the worst in the league. So. <laughs> <laughs> and with Westbrook, I, I heard that he's difficult to deal with and to coach. And Toronto was going to get him, I think. I think in the past they mentioned mm-hmm, that there was a deal yeah. with like Westbrook and James Harden. I, I'm not sure who those two players were, but Toronto said no, I think. You know, I think, what I uh, yeah, but uh, Westbrook is, uh, I think he's one of those players, just like Harden, for instance, that uh, puts up empty stats. Uh, for instance, he uh, was uh, 
you know, remember he averaged that triple double two seasons ago. Uh, you know, not not two seasons ago, like a few seasons ago. But yeah, he averaged that uh, triple double. Yeah, keep talking. Yeah, so he averaged that triple double, and uh, yeah, it was just I didn't understand why he did that because where are you taking your team the postseason? Because he not got knocked out first round. But yeah, even with Paul George's help too. So it's just crazy that he's putting up all those stats, but. What did it ultimately give you? Gave you <laughs> a first round exit to a Utah team, and it gave you a first round exit, uh, I think, against Portland, right? That's right. So, name your top five NBA players all time. I think. Uh, and tell all, me why. All time, uh, we're gonna have LeBron first for me. I think uh, Le- the reason why I would pick LeBron over anyone yeah. would be because. He elevates his players as well as every team he goes on and then leaves. They're a lottery team or <laughs> they're a first round uh, playoffs exit team. And it's just crazy that everyone wants to bash this guy. Oh, he hasn't won as many championships as Jordan. Well, Jordan also have had uh, two uh, Hall of Famers uh, and or even more than that, actually four Hall of Famers because uh, Steve Kerr will eventually yep. be a Hall of Famer. And they have Dennis Rodman, they had Scottie Pimpin, they had all these <laughs> players. That uh, and that and the league was different back then as well as we talked about uh, mm-hmm. with the hand checking, but as well as uh, I think it was the thing that makes the league different back then was ultimately that. Why do you think Bill Russell dominated the bas- uh, basketball game? Was because he was uh, a black male yeah. that was six foot nine, gigantic, and tall- <laughs> taller than all the other people, and I think that. Uh, they, uh, they, uh, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pid- Pippen had that it factor essentially. Mm. So, um, yeah, I feel like uh, I'd have to put um, LBJ though uh, over number every- one everyone, and I would put uh, Kobe number two. Yeah, of course, uh, R.I.P. Kobe. Uh, Just in peace. Yeah, but uh, Kobe number two, uh, he was a mirror image of uh, Jordan, and as a Laker fan, I gotta. I got to appreciate his hard work and uh, just overall. And he stayed on one team his entire career, which is rare. Yeah, <laughs> because people aren't loyal in the NBA these days. You know, they want to say, let's stay at this team. Uh, we had uh, Kevin Durant uh, coming out saying he's going to be in OKC for the rest of his life. <laughs> mm, look where he is now. So people don't do that often. And I like his loyalty. And that was just rare amongst players and uh that killer instinct so i'm gonna put him number two i'm gonna put okay uh, fair enough i'm gonna put magic number three because (laughs) he's a mirror image of lebron james i think lebron james is obviously better but uh again another laker uh but there's for a reason i think he's one of the greatest point guards of all time um and he was a grown man and uh uh, you know, a league filled with uh, undersized players, and he dominated for that reason. And I'm gonna put number four. I'm gonna put. Uh, this is a tough one, but <laughs> I'm gonna actually put uh, Tim Duncan. Uh, yes, he's, Tim, that's big. <laughs> Tim Duncan, best power forward of all time. As uh, I think Anthony Davis can re- reach that potential, but I think as far as we uh, know right now, Tim Duncan is the best power forward and. What he did for um, the Spurs organization, as well as uh, just that personality. He didn't have a personality. He was <laughs> like Kawhi in a sense, where 
get the job um, done and go home. You know, be quiet and, you know, have that underdog mentality, essentially. And uh, he ultimately won championships and he was doing good. So, yeah. Um, and I'll, I'm going to put my last player, number yeah. five, is going to be Shaquille O'Neal. And <laughs> I think... Big Shaq. Yep, Big Shaq. Uh, Yeah, so uh, I think Shaq was, he's just one in a million. There's never going to be a Shaquille O'Neal ever. I think we're kind of seeing a player similar to Shaquille O'Neal, but he's a little bit shorter in Zion Williams. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, I think Shaquille O'Neal, his first season was just a man amongst children. It just... He, He used to body people. Dunk on them like he broke was easy. two nets like barbecue chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's not heard of. Like where you break two nets like in an NBA game, like you know that that person has a vengeance or is just dominant in himself. Uh, and he ultimately became a Laker, and that is mm-hmm. why he was number five. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Do- those are great um, picks. Now, I'll give you my top five. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> so, number one is Michael Jordan by far. All right. Because <laughs> he was a player that I looked up to. He was the one that got me into basketball mm-hmm. that every Saturday or Sunday when, when they play games on NBC. I, I, I watched them, but he inspired me to go play and work on my game. Mm-hmm. So, number one by far is Michael Jordan. Number two, I would have to say Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. Because as you said, that he's the closest thing that we had to see yep. that's next to Michael Jordan. The way that he worked, the, the way that he he was loyal on a team, just like Michael Jordan. I know Jordan came back to the the Wizards for a couple of years, <laughs> just because he was part owner. <laughs> yeah. So Kobe Bryant, number two, rest in peace. We're gonna miss you. Number three, I would have to say Dirk, um, because Dirk was loyal to Dallas, and you know he he was a, a power forward or a small mm-hmm, forward, yeah. give or take. But why I like Dirk is that yeah, I know he only won one championship, but. He was a loyal player. He worked hard for Dallas. He never mm-hmm. gave up. And so number four, I would have to say Steve Nash. <laughs> wow. I mean, mm. like, like uh, you know, there are other players that I can name, but since I'm born in Canada, I, I really love Canada. what he did. Because <laughs> Steve Nash won the MVP back-to-back, and I don't think anybody would have <laughs> ever thought that, that he would do that. He never won a championship, but I really like what he has done and how he is changing Canada basketball. Mm-hmm. Number five, Man, I have to go with what who you said, Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, Shaq was just so dominant. There's no one like him. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't shoot free throws, <laughs> but he still got the job done. And he changed the way that basketball is played now. So there's no no more hand checking. Yeah. You can't just no bully players. Too, no yeah, No crazy. three seconds. So he changed the game. Jordan changed the game. Kobe did. I was going to throw in Scottie Pippen, but I had to throw in Steve Nash there. <laughs> I don't blame you there, though, because Steve Nash... Uh, he did snub my uh, Kobe. Uh, yeah, twice, I think. Was it twice? <laughs> I think he, yeah, it was twice. I think he won both times uh, when Kobe should have won. But, uh, yeah, he just uh, elevated his players, and he did it late in his career. And then most people uh, want to say that, um, you know, your prime of your career is when you're, like, 26 and yeah. around that area. So uh, when he was able to do it when he was, like, 30, it was just, like, crazy. And even when you look at that, he won the MVP award back-to-back, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the only player, I think, from, from my memory was um, what's called Steph Curry. Yeah. They won it back-to-back. So that's really rare, mm-hmm. I think. I know there's, there's probably many other players that did that, but that's amazing. So let's go more in depth about who you are. Yeah. Talk about something that people don't know about you. 
Well, uh, I'd like to just tell everyone that uh, I'm obviously, I know uh, that I, I am a Laker fan, but uh, something that does uh, people don't know about me is also that uh, I'm actually uh, a big basketball fan. I'm not only a fan of uh, the Lakers, but uh, yeah. a big basketball fan. And not only just the NBA, but also... Um, you know, the Euro League, the Chinese leagues, etc. But I just watch all basketball. And it's just crazy that over the past few years, like we talked about, yeah. that uh, basketball is able to uh, be that number one sport right now because it's just skyrocketed, uh, essentially. Um, now that the fact that basketball is so well well known across china for instance that china uh -huh. china <laughs> it's crazy um they even like broadcast some of the games the nba games they play them uh, against the shanghai sharks for instance yeah. yeah so it's just crazy that basketball has skyrocketed and ultimately uh it's becoming one of the best sports out there yeah. yes so i know basketball is an obvious thing what else I what else does Corey like to do I actually really love to cook. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm hungry now. <laughs> cook some food. <laughs> I think uh, everyone eats food. Yeah. And uh, we got to put healthy food in our bodies. And I feel like uh, once you cook something good or bake something good, I feel like you get that satisfaction uh -huh. uh, by eating <laughs> whatever you make. And it turns out really good. And as well as I feel like uh, I like to elevate myself by you know seeing how others you know think it is you know like if you make a good pizza and <laughs> then you throw that in an oven and it turns out amazing and then your friends are like whoa who made this <laughs> yeah so it just that was cory cory the that, chef <laughs> <laughs> that gives you that satisfaction and ultimately i feel like uh that is something that people don't really know about me because uh I don't really express the fact that I, I cook, but uh, it's something that everyone needs to everyone needs to eat. So I feel like yeah. that's a that's a good uh, thing to do. You know, how about yourself? <laughs> what do you like to do? <laughs> well, to me, as I said, the obvious one is I'm a huge basketball fan. Mm -hmm. And my my biggest thing is I know a lot of people say this is spending time with my son. Mm -hmm. I never thought that I would be a father. To be honest yeah. with you, it was like a dream come how true. Was that? <laughs> it's amazing. Like I, I was a child, so I had a child that's mm -hmm. 34 years old. Wow. My son's name is actually Prince. Wow. <laughs> I, I call him the Fresh Prince of Brampton. <laughs> but that to me is my, um, is just my dream come true because wow. you know growing up, I never thought that I would become a father. I never thought that I would be mm -hmm. married or, or have a love life because yeah. I had ups and downs and struggles from a yeah. young age. I didn't even think that Who I, 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 though, I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we all have that and. And what we have to do is try to overcome it. So I didn't even think that I'll make it past 20. Mm -hmm. And because of how, how dark my days were yeah. growing up, being bullied, and it, yeah. it was a tough situation. Tough but today. as I said, my son is my um, biggest accomplishment in this life. So think it in an optimistic manner. Where are you in five years? You I, are going to make it there. So I where think, are you going uh, to be? I'm going to be in the basketball so round. 17, you'll be 22. I think uh, twenty three. Yeah, <laughs> I think I could see myself uh, somewhere in the basketball realm. I actually uh, was planning on after I got uh, diagnosed for my cancer, I was uh, going to school actually, and ultimately I wanted to be a reporter. Yeah, and actually be a uh, more specifically uh, like a. Uh, a sports reporter mm -hmm. and talk about sports all day because that is something I enjoy and I think I yeah. love and I want to be surrounded by something I love because there's people out there that do a job 
and they ultimately don't love it or they're just doing it for the money. I would do it just because I love it personally. So that's that's something I could see myself doing in five years as well as I could see myself uh, either working essentially for the Lakers or some part of the <laughs> Lakers because I will... Some, which I will which would be crazy. It'll be yeah. a, a dream come true as well. And, and and I see that your knowledge about basketball and sports is amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> do you plan on going to school for radio and broadcasting or anything in your plans? Because if this is what your dream is, you could do it. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, uh, well, currently I'm actually uh, just uh, waiting on the doctor to t- essentially tell me more about my health. Yeah. But, uh, as f- soon as I, because uh, uh, the goal is actually for me, I'm actually going to be doing surgery soon. So that's actually going to be uh, a big step in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's going to be kind of scary because in a sense, they're uh, going to cut a big giant uh, line oh, yeah? in my stomach and then just kind of open me up and then try to remove as much tumors as they can. And if they're going to just, uh, if there's any tumors that are still there, they're going to pour chemo directly on the tumors so that, uh, wow. yeah, it's a very, I'm going to be uh, asleep, luckily, yes. thank God. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, That'd be painful. Yeah, I don't want to be feeling anything, but uh, yeah, they're going to be doing that and uh, pouring some chemo on my uh, tumors and hopefully everything uh, shrinks and is ultimately gone. And uh, I think the goal for me is uh, to go to school this September and finish my grade 12 year. And I think I'm going to probably just uh, take a take a brief of absence uh, and just, you know, Take, take a look how my health uh, is and, you know, see whether it's worth it to actually go through school. Because honestly, I feel yeah. like school is a big, you know, commitment because we talked about this, uh, about how, you know, it's so, so expensive, you know, $20,000 <laughs> for uh, going crazy. to school every year. And, you know, I don't want to leave debt when I'm gone as well. So uh, I think uh, I got to do what's best for my health first health comes first before everything and uh i think that's number one and yeah we are praying for you we we hope that that surgery is a success keep me posted mm-hmm, on yeah, how it sure. goes and just even for you to get started you have an audience now start a podcast <laughs> <laughs> if you need help or advice i'm here oh, to yeah, help you brand sure. it get it out there because as i said your voice is great and i know people would want to hear from you and you could talk about anything you want you could do <laughs> daily episodes you could do game recaps and i think i mean i would tune in for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah i actually hope that uh eventually uh everything plans out for me and uh ultimately i uh overcome this uh hump i, I guess uh like a camel right essentially yeah. you know go over that hump and uh essentially uh you know uh eventually i want to see myself uh you know, be, be that person like Stephen A. Smith or, yep. you know, uh, Max Kellerman or Shannon Sharp. Those one, you know, those guys that, you know, that just talk about the game, <coughs> not even just basketball, but yeah. even just sports in general. I'll because I, I actually uh, something that uh, you don't know about me I actually yeah. used to play uh, rep baseball. That was my <laughs> sport, actually. Oh, yeah. And it kind of it's kind of funny that, uh, you know, Michael Jordan used to that. That is a why I feel like he's one of the goats because yep. the guy was able to go to Major League Basketball and then go to Major, Major League, League baseball. baseball. And then it's just crazy that a player of his caliber is able to do that. And I am a big fan of baseball. And 
so are many fans uh, in basketball. Because, uh, for instance, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Loved baseball. Oh, he did? <laughs> yeah, he actually uh, grew up playing baseball. Just And that's why he's number 45, if you know. Uh, his number is yes, 45, yes. just like Jordan, uh, when he played uh, baseball. So it's just like, I like that. Uh, I like the game, but then essentially the game was quite boring. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like basketball. I agree caught my attention more and that's why i ultimately love basketball today <laughs> no it's a great thing so i i wish you the very best Corey. i i hope that you fulfill your dreams <laughs> we're all rooting for you and cheering for you i'll leave you with one minute for a key takeaway from this interview to talk to the world all right well i want to thank you first of all that was uh, amazing for uh, having me here and uh, i just love talking basketball so this, this was like such a great opportunity but uh Overall, though, um, I think uh, a big take from this uh, conversation is essentially uh, live life to your fullest. You know, um, as much as my situation is bad, uh, I'm out here, you know, talking with you and I'm I don't seem sick. Right. Nope. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just feel like uh, try to live life to your fullest and do uh, if you have a dream, fulfill it, you know. Yes. And I'll add to that. Thank you for coming out, Corey. You're really inspiring. In this world here, we don't know what someone's going through. Just by looking at you, I could never tell <laughs> that you're dealing with this. I know I read your article online. I was inspired by your story. Mm -hmm. Someone tagged me on my social media. This is why I reached out to you yeah. a month ago or, or so. But if you're dealing with a difficult situation, anyone that's tuning in, please think positive. It's all in your mindset. We are not guaranteed life a year, two years, or a day. Exactly. So yeah, you enjoy could, it. Uh, I want to actually add on to that a, a little bit more, but uh, yeah, you could die in a car accident at any moment, and uh, your life could end. But yeah, but I think that uh, we should li live life to its fullest. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, Corey. <laughs> Thank I'll you. Press for my, me. my famous button right here. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Woo! Let's go. <laughs> Want a real game changer in 2020? Try Copper Branch, plant-based power food. Their 100% plant-based menu satisfies with big flavors. It fuels your body and helps you feel your best. Copper Branch, the extraordinary taste of nature. Well, looks like our time's up for today. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to share, review, and show love. Till next time, make it happen. Let's go!